handoff to Jonathan oh. Taylor. Hughes hole. He's at the 30. He's going to go. 10, 5, touchdown. Jonathan Taylor made a man miss the line of scrimmage and then runs it into Pater. And a one-handed INT. Are you kidding me? Kenny Moore. What a play by Naheem Hines. What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Cody Felger here. On with us, special guest, friend of the show, Mr. Stephen Burton himself, host of the No Horsing Around Colts podcast. Fantastic Colts podcast. You guys should go check that out after this video. Stephen and, and his buddy Zach do great work over there. Stephen, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. Excited to come on. You know, we talk all the time, so I'm always excited to jump on here with you. Absolutely, man. And, you know, what better episode than to talk about some positions that are a little bit underrated on Indianapolis? I mean, we're going to talk about three positions today. There's probably another one or two that we could really talk about. But we're for the sake of argument, we're just going to talk about three positions in particular. We're going to start on the offense. We have one on offense, two on defense. We'll start on the offense. And, Stephen, what would that position be on the offense that you and me believe is the most underrated one on the Colts offense right now? We, we kind of talked a little bit. We were trying to figure it out, and we, we've settled on tight end. You know, there's a lot of unproven talent uh, with Mo Alley-Cox and obviously Kyle, Kylan Granson coming on, and you're not really sure what he's going to do. And then you have an extremely underrated, I, I believe one of the most underrated tight ends in Jack Doyle. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's a group when you when – you, a lot of focus goes to the receivers. A lot of focus, rightfully so, is on Carson Wentz right now. And – a lot of focuses on the running back position. This is one that really flies under the radar. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's interesting to see all the different skill sets of these tight ends, kind of like the running back room. Like you have in your tight end room, you have the reliable guy in Jack Doyle, the guy that can run, you know, run block, can catch the football. Isn't spectacular, but he's such a reliable player. You have the reliable tight end. You had the physical freak tight end and Mo Cox. We've seen him just straight up catch balls over guys because he's six foot six, nearly 250 pounds. So this guy's a physical freak. We feel like he wasn't utilized. I know Derek and I do feel like he wasn't utilized nearly enough last year by Indianapolis. And we know how much Carson Wentz likes to use his tight ends from his days in Philadelphia. And then you mentioned Kylan Granson, who I think just offers you a little bit of a different kind of tight end. Right, more of a just a pure receiving threat tight end. And, you know, it was funny. We, we were on um, with Kylan in the media avail- availability a couple weeks ago. And Lawrence Owen, um, he asked about the run blocking. And Kylan Granson, um, he was he was pretty defensive about his run blocking. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he was like, you know, Lawrence basically said, what would you say to those people who say you can't run block? And he said, you know, I would tell them they're wrong. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, he, literally, I think I was in the same availability. And he was like, I'd tell them to look at the tape. Yeah, right. That's what I would do. I mean, I I, I couldn't agree more with like the breakdown. I mean, I joke on my show. I think I I said Mo Alley Cox looks like Shaq holding a Nerf ball. (laughs) And I I, I equated him to having oven mitts for hands. I mean, when you see him catch the ball, nobody wants to tackle him coming across. And he's still developing. I think it's really easy to forget with him. He's he he started playing football when he got drafted. He didn't he never played when he was at Kent State. So I mean, he still he had to learn 
everything about the game. Uh, and then, like you said, Doyle's Doyle. Doyle is one of the most reliable targets that you can have. Uh, he's still big, like you mentioned too, with Carson. Carson loves the big targets. Yeah, he loves. I mean, he loves to just throw it and let him go get it. And then with Kylan, I mean, I, I, I love him already. He was in that media, that same media availability. He was just – he was so outgoing. I think I texted you. I was like, dude, his personality is just off the charts. I can't wait for Colts fans to see it this mm-hmm. year, uh, actually in person at the games and, and just get to interact with him. But I thought it was really telling too when I – I mean, my question that I had asked him was who he related himself to. And he Evan Ingram, which I think a lot of the yeah. younger viewers will know really well. I mean, he's a very talented tight end for the Giants. So, I mean, I like the mix. I really do. You know, he's going to serve with, with Granson. He's going to serve more, I think, in that Trey Burton role um, and kind of fixture in. And, you know, on our show this past week, we had George Bremer come on, and he mentioned to us too, he was like, that's exactly – like they're expecting him to make a very big impact. They're, they're really excited about him. He's one of the rookies they're most excited about. Mm. I mean, they should be. Yeah, I think Derek and I share that as well. Like, we are so excited for Kylan Granson. I mean, I mean, I think at first you're kind of just like, who? I feel like Ballard does this where you're just like, who is this player? Like, we didn't have him when we talked about the tight ends. But, like, mm-hmm. Ballard finds these guys that are just fantastic personalities, fantastic football players. And just with the way the Colts use their tight ends, along with how much Carson Wentz likes to use his tight ends, I think this group really from that skill set standpoint and the talent standpoint, I think they can do a lot of damage this season, especially with the Colts kind of running it back at receiver and for another year at least. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see how they use their tight ends. But I think undoubtedly um, tight end is probably the most underrated position that a lot of people aren't talking about, but has a lot of talent. I think we could also mm-hmm. have thrown in wide receiver, even though it's not on the list, because there's a lot of talent there that a lot of people aren't talking about. I feel like more people actually are talking about maybe some of those other guys like Paris Campbell, Michael Pittman, but I still feel like people are sleeping on the wide receiver group as well. But we can shift over to the defense. We'll start with the corner position. Now, it's interesting, Stephen, because I feel like if you ask Colts fans right now, maybe not everybody, but a few people, what's the biggest weakness right now? Some people would probably say corner. Um, And it's intriguing to me because the Colts had one of the – I would say two of the better corners in the league last year in Xavier Rhodes and Kenny Moore. I mean, Kenny Moore's best slot corner league. Xavier Rhodes was – I would say easily a top 10 corner last season. You bring him back for another year. Really the only question mark right now is your number two corner. Who's that going to be? It seems like it's an open competition right now. Um, according to, you know, all the player, all the personnel from the Colts right now. But um, what are your thoughts on the corner position? So I agree. I mean, Kenny Moore, I think is, and we were talking about this is the most underrated corner in the entire league. He never gets discussed. He doesn't make Pro Bowls. He doesn't make All-Pro team. And he is, in my opinion, one of the best cornerbacks of the entire league. Forget, like, the whole – he's. The, he, I mean, we all know he's the best slot corner, but I think he's one of the best corners, period, especially pound for pound at his size. Um, I was super excited to get Xavier Rhodes back. I was really excited to get him back at the price that they got him. I thought he played really well in the offense – or in the defense. He looked well. He looked – Healthy. I mean, he stayed somewhat healthy. Obviously, he got a little dinged up at the end, uh, rightfully so, in a long season. And you know, I so uh, I'm very much on an island. I really like Rocky Scene. Um, 
I think he's still very young. Uh, he's played a ton of snaps in his first several years. I mean, he literally, I think, played every snap he possibly could his rookie season. Uh, never came off the field and was a lot of times on the number one wide receiver. So I like him. I think he is going to play well this year. I think he knows it is make or break season for him. Um, you know, he got beat out by TJ Carey near the talent of the year. He got benched. And Kerry's kind of that journeyman, and he's back too. And I think that's a really good depth piece. But I'm hopeful that we see Rock kind of take that step that we saw Grover Stewart taking his third season and Taekwon Lewis taking his third season. That he he's comfortable he's he's comfortable and knows what he's supposed to do. And now he just needs to go do it. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean I agree. I think the thing the, the beauty of this is that the things you're not questioning are you know work ethic and you know the talent can he play he's proven that he can play we just look at the second half of his rookie season mm-hmm. he was one of the better corners in the league i mean he was he was playing phenomenal at the second half of that 2019 season so he's shown that he can play i think it was just a mental thing with rocky sen last year i do wonder how much the the lack of otas and being with the team kind of impacted him last season going into his, you know, going into year two. Now that he's having a full off season, being able to work alongside Xavier Rhodes for another year. Uh, I really think it's going to benefit him quite a lot. I think he's, he's physically what you, what you're looking for. Um, he's mentally what you're looking for. And just as from a work work ethic standpoint, I mean, he's exactly the type of Ballard type character corner mm-hmm. that you're looking for. So there, and I get it because there's a lot of, of heat on Rocky center. right now. there's a lot of people who calling him a bust or saying all these things right now, but I think you're, you're right. You know, it's, it's still year three. I think he has another year to prove it. I would say if he doesn't really show in signs of improvement this year, maybe then you'll look to, to move on from him. But uh, you know the thing that that I, that's also good about it. You mentioned T.J. Carey. You have some other guys that can potentially step into that role if Rocky Sin just has another bad season, um, is constantly getting called for penalties and, and all that stuff. You know that we saw last year. You have a guy like Marvell Tell who's coming back after opting out last year. You have a guy like Isaiah Rogers who you like some things you saw in that Buffalo game when he got some more run at corner. So I feel like there's a lot of talent behind him that he's really going to have to fight and compete for this corner position. And, and you know, whenever you have competition, right, iron sharpens iron, right? Absolutely. You're going to be yeah. better as a player, whether it's Rocky Sen, whether it's Marvell Tell, whether it's TJ Carey or Isaiah Rogers. I think the good thing is all those players are going to be better for it. I mean, they're going to really deserve that number two corner spot, which I think is really, really good um, just for development for some of these guys. Yeah, and I love I and, you know, I'm so glad you mentioned him. I would I'm very excited to hopefully see Isaiah Rogers get a little more run with the starting unit or with the corners. Um, I mean, you cannot teach the amount of speed that he has. You can't teach the the closing ability he showed in that Buffalo game on those you know almost picks that he had. Uh, I mean, I, I'm excited about that. And one of the things that I've said that I, I feel when you're looking at the corners, you got you know you got Marvell Tell coming back, Isaiah Rogers, and Rock. But specifically with Rock, was I think it was very telling. Ballard did not pick a corner in the draft at all. Mm-hmm. And if right. you look when when you look at the other position he was concerned with, which was the pass rush, he loaded down on that. You know, he was ready to load down and fix that. I mean, I I I think it's kind of it's like it's it's. You know, let's coin it's Rock's last stand a little bit. 
if he doesn't show up and play this year, he's he he's not going to be playing. He's right. going to be riding the bench until he's out of Indy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's the beauty of what Ballard has done and just the, the competition level. I mean, it's everywhere, Steven. It's from the quarterback position all the way we saw with the sighting Eddie Pinheiro all the way to the special teams. Like the Colts are wanting so much competition and corner is no different in that. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, I feel like everybody's going to be better for it for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, okay. Let, let's stay in the secondary here. Let's talk about the last underrated position and i think it's safety honestly i do um i i posted a tweet a couple days ago kind of looking at you know that that those two guys right there i know a lot of people it seems like recently have been talking about them a little bit more um but those two safeties that the colts got Kari willis in the fourth round in 2019 and then julian blackman last year in the second round or third round i'm sorry um both these guys uh are really showing a lot of potential. I mean, I would say as it stands right now, just because of the more experience he has right now, Corey Willis is probably the better safety, but Julian Blackman showed a lot in terms of creating turnovers last year, especially, you know, give him credit. He wasn't supposed to play till maybe halfway through the season. He came back right at the start of the season and played all the way throughout. And now he has a healthy off season and really can, you know, for the first time in a couple of years, be fully healthy. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's going to serve him well and help him improve in areas maybe that he struggled in because of that injury. What are your thoughts at the safety position? I mean, I, I agree yet again. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with, with the takes that you have. Julian Blackman, in my opinion, he is one of those players that I think, I think he's going to really, really pop this year. Uh, and I know that says a lot because he did that last year. But it's also important to note for Colts fans that he did show kind of – he tailed off a little bit. There was a lot of discussion of defensive rookie of the year when he kind of really flashed. Mm-hmm. But just as flash and, and, and as great as he is, Kari Willis is just as good, but he – if not better, he just doesn't you – know, he doesn't pop. He doesn't have those pop moments. But, I mean, he's where he's supposed to be. He's – making the tackle he's not missing assignments he knows what he's supposed to be doing and he goes about doing it and you can see when he you know i'm trying to remember the game it it escapes me right now but he would he went out hurt and you could see a very big difference when he wasn't on the field he's definitely kind of that captain of the secondary that back end i mean i think they're very underrated i think me and you were talking saying we're seeing a lot of things where people are rating that as a very poor position for the colts uh, I got into a huge argument with a Titans fan. Um, we're, you know, trying to rank positions between the two of us, and I gave the Colts uh, the safety position, and he was very adamant the other way because of Kevin Byer, one player. And I tried to kind of make that point that, you know, there are two extremely solid players. I mean, Julian Blackman is a star in the making. I mean, I would not be shocked to see him. I think my co-host Zach put it at six. six, six he's expecting – he predicted six interceptions this year. Well, this upcoming year is kind of what he what he's what he's sitting at. And if I'm wrong, Zach will totally text me about it. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it's a position. I think it gets lost too, and a lot of the talent that's on defense, kind of similar to corner. There's some really big name, flashy talent that we do have on defense, and people right now don't relate that to the secondary. Yeah, I mean, Kari Willis from – we thought he was fantastic his rookie season. He even improved on his sophomore season. I mean, the amount of tackles that he missed was 
minuscule compared to his rookie season. And then, yeah, Julian Blackman, I mean, I think just another year in the system is going to help him out tremendously. Um, you know, some people have said maybe the Colts should go try to get another veteran at the number three safety. I honestly feel pretty okay with the combination of George Odom and the Sean Davis is there. Somebody mm-hmm. to go fill in that, that third safety position. But I just think you have some quality depth there, especially Odom, who, who's played a good amount um, at both safety positions. And he's obviously a really good special teams player, too. So I feel pretty good about the safety position. I think if there's a weakness on the team, it's definitely not the safety position because I, I think both those guys, you know, Julian Blackman and Kari Willis, both can be top players of their position. I think they've both shown that. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of people don't talk about, especially Kari Willis, like you mentioned, because he just he just makes tackles, right? He mm-hmm. he doesn't necessarily make all the flashy interceptions and stuff like that. He can. He got. I think he got two interceptions last year, something like that. Um, so he can, but he that's not his game, right? He's more of the box type of safety. Um, and then Julian Blackwin, obviously, we saw what he did. How many games he closed out last year, um, just making oh, yeah. the splash play while you know not fully recovered from that injury that he suffered um, in college. So, all right, I think that'll do it for our look at the most underrated positions on the Indianapolis Colts in our opinion. So that would be tight end, corner, and safety. Let us know what you guys think. Is there a position that you would have added that we wouldn't have? Um, Do you agree with the three positions that we said? Let us know. Steven, thanks so much for coming on, man. It's always a pleasure. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. (laughs) 